Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1924. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another special edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, once a month, usually during the first Q&A episode of the month, I mention a bit about my background and credentials so you can better understand where my perspectives come from. And given this is the first Q&A of the month, it's time. Now, while I've always been obsessed with Batman and the Angels baseball team, I wasn't always interested in nutrition, exercise, health, and wellness, you know, all the stuff I talk about now. But being diagnosed with a chronic disease at the age of 19 definitely changed my life's purpose. It was then I decided to focus my attention on helping others so that no one else had to experience a chronic disease diagnosis like I did, especially since most chronic diseases are preventable. But in order to do that, I wanted to be sure I had some credibility. Now, this is not meant to be a humble brag, but instead, gain your trust. And again, understand my perspective. I received both my master's and doctoral degrees in public health. And to really cover all of my bases, I also became a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. I've been teaching in higher education for over 14 years, and I'm currently faculty within the California State University system. I've published peer-reviewed studies, presented at national conferences, and have been interviewed by over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on basically all the stuff I talk about on this podcast. So all of this to say that when I provide my commentary after each episode, and I answer the questions you send in like today, I hope you feel as though it's coming from a place of truth. My only intention is to help you feel your best. And so with that, let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came via email. Steve writes, Hi, Dr. Neil. During the closing of episode 1882, you mentioned that you told your students if you had to pick between a warm-up and cool-down, you'd make the time for a cool-down. I know that both are important, as you echoed as well, but I'm surprised you picked the cool-down. Could you elaborate further on your reasoning? 
Thanks as always. Thank you for taking the time to send in your question, longtime listener Steve. You're absolutely right. Both a warm up and cool down are important parts to our workouts. A pre workout warm up may be helpful because it gets your muscles ready for the upcoming activity. I say maybe because there has been some debate about this recently, and this is where my comment about having to choose between the two comes from. I'll explain. There are some trainers that believe a warm up may hinder your workouts. This is because if your warm up is not structured properly, for example, if it's too intense or lasts too long, then it can make you feel more fatigued during your workout. But if it's planned well, most experts in the field believe that a proper warm-up can only help and is unlikely to harm. Now, why might a warm-up help? Well, by warming up, you get your blood flowing to the muscles you'll be using during your workout. Warming up actually does warm up your body too by increasing the body's internal temperature. Increasing the body's internal temperature may get the body into energy burning mode, which means the body may begin to make its energy sources like sugar and fat more readily available to burn for the actual workout. And by warming up your muscles, you may reduce your risk for injury. The American College of Sports Medicine recommends that a proper warm-up should last anywhere between five and 10 minutes. It should also involve large muscle groups and be performed at a light to moderate intensity. For example, say you plan on going for a run. You'd warm up first by walking, then jogging at a slow pace. Or if you have access to some stationary cardio machines, you could use an elliptical or a stationary bike or a row machine to warm up. But again, keep the intensity light to moderate. But let's say someone wants to warm up with the ultimate goal of only going for a walk. Are you supposed to jog before you walk? No. Again, a proper warm up, according to the American College of Sports Medicine, would mean you need to walk at a slower pace than what you plan on walking for five to 10 minutes, and then increase your walking speed after the warm-up is over. The American College of Sports Medicine's warm-up recommendations for resistance training don't differ all that much, in case you were wondering. Before performing resistance exercises, you can perform a similar warm-up, like walking, jogging, using the elliptical, the row machine, stationary bike, or whatever, for five to 10 minutes at a low to moderate intensity. Then, before you work a particular set of muscles, Perform one set using a light weight. For example, say you're going to work your arm muscles, specifically your biceps. Your warm-up could be set up something like this. Walk at a light to moderate pace. For most, that's around 3.3 to 3.5 miles per hour for 10 minutes. Then, walk over to your weights and perform one set of biceps curls using a weight that you can lift at least 15 times. Then, proceed to your workout. Now, why is cooling down important? A cool-down also prevents injury and will help stabilize heart rate and blood pressure after the workout. And it's this stabilizing of heart rate and blood pressure that made me rank the cool-down slightly ahead of the warm-up. Sometimes, abruptly stopping a really tough workout can make us feel a little dizzy or lightheaded. A cool-down can help prevent or relieve those symptoms. Now, if it doesn't relieve that lightheadedness or dizziness, stop what you're doing, lie down, and elevate your feet. But by performing a few minutes of low-intensity aerobic exercise after a workout, like walking, the body's able to gradually decrease blood pressure and heart rate while preventing blood pooling in the limbs. That's because if blood pools in the limbs instead of circulating throughout the body and to the brain especially, it can lead to fainting. If you're performing particularly intense exercise, like high-intensity interval training, the body naturally creates waste products, 
these waste products can cause fatigue and muscle soreness. In fact, this fatigue could last and affect the performance of your next workout. But by performing a cool down, you're keeping the blood moving, which may help the body remove these waste products so they don't build up in the body, especially in the muscles. This may lead to less fatigue and less muscle soreness the next day. A proper cool down, again, usually involves something like walking at an easy pace for five to 10 minutes at the end of your workout. You wanna do this until your heart rate slows down and your blood pressure gets closer to normal. You'll know when your cool down is over because you'll be breathing well enough that you'd be able to hold a conversation if you wanted to. And don't forget, this is also the best time to perform your stretches. It's safer to stretch after cooling down instead of before your actual workout. So this is also why, in my mind, the cool down slightly edges out the warm-up. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you again, Steve, for taking the time to send in your question. Now, if you want your question answered right here on the show, you can email it directly, just like Steve did, to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice played and heard in an episode, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record your question straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. You can even play back your message if you don't like it and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 161-I-LOVE-OHD. That's one. 614-568-3643. Thank you so much for doing that. Answering your questions is one of my favorite parts of this show. All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.